Hello, we are Restoration Church Chicago and welcome to our podcast. You can connect with us through our website, restoration.life, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Our mission is to glorify Jesus everywhere, and that includes right here, right now. Thanks for tuning in. mystery of the three Godhead, three in one. Just as I am in Jesus and he is in me, separate but the same. So we talked about, um, we, we, we can never explain why the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit are separate but the same. See, that's an incredible mystery. Now, we get to take part in that. We are in Jesus. Jesus is in us. We're together but separated. That's an incredible mystery that you, no one can ever explain. Now, we're part of that now because Jesus is in us. Jesus is within us just as Jesus is in the Father, but then Jesus is a separate Godhead. That's amazing, right? That's another amazing privilege to know that Jesus is in me and I'm in Jesus. That means I'm in the Father. The Father is in me. The creator of all things in the universe is in us. He wants to come and make his dwelling within us. The best part is we didn't do anything for this amazing privilege. I know it seems kind of blah, you know, boring as you pass through these verses, but as you read this, the creator of the whole universe wants to come and make his dwelling within us. That's an amazing privilege, right? You add one more thing to the amazing things that we have, but do not deserve, but we did not work for. We have those things just by believing in Jesus. Just believing in Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit, and then both Jesus and the Father will come and live within us. I don't want to say too much on verse 20 as I spoke on this a couple weeks ago, but once we have a grasp of verse 20, we can see why in verse 21 where he said, because our heavenly Father loved Jesus, he will also love us because Jesus is in us. So when our Father looked at us, he would just see Jesus. That's why he loves us also because we're in him. So note, in verse 21, it said, whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. Whoever has my commands and keeps them. I want to highlight the word and. So that means it takes two things. First, it was, if you love me, keep my commands. Now it is, whoever has my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. So Jesus is reinforcing verse 15 here and expound on it a little bit more about knowing his command and keeping his command. To know something and to do something are two very different things. Can I be honest and say that? Right? To know something and to actually do something are two different things, right? Uh, Using what's going on in Ukraine right now, we know a lot of people, uh, civilians are taking up arms to fight off um, the invaders, foreign invaders, right? To know that, oh, this is what happened, right? When they invade your your country, you want to fight for your country. But to actually do that, knowing that you will die, is a different thing. It requires a lot of courage. So, again, to know something and to do something are two very different things, and we need to always keep that in mind, and that's why I want to highlight the word and. It's not just about knowing his commands, right? We study scriptures and memorize scriptures, but if we don't do them, if we don't practice them, 
Just the simple things, right? Serve one another, love one another. It's great that we know that and we tell people those things, but we need to actually do those things, keep his commands. And it's not about doing these things either. There are many people who serve others and love others, but when they don't have Jesus, you don't have eternal life. Doing good and charitable things are great, but we need to also know Jesus. So to know Jesus' commands and to carry out his commands, when we do both of these things, then we can say that we are the ones who love Jesus. We're the ones who love Jesus. We're the ones who follow Jesus. So as we obey Jesus more and more, it is the same as when we love Jesus more and more. He will reveal himself more and more to us. The one who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love them and show myself to them. This is such an incredible verse right here. In order for Jesus to show himself to us, number one, it is only possible through the Holy Spirit, right? This was only revealed through the Holy Spirit. However, it starts with the one who loves me. Love is obedience. I think we talked about this all the time. As you can see in verse 23, right? The one who loves me is the one who will obey me, obey my command. If we love Jesus, we will obey him. But if we don't love Jesus, we don't obey him. That's pretty simple. So if we love, as we love Jesus, knowing that we will in turn be loved by both the Father and Jesus, that's more than enough. At least for me, to be loved by the Father, to be loved by the one true living God, that's more than enough. However, there's an extra bonus is to have a greater revelation of Jesus, is to have Jesus. I will show myself to them. Uh, just briefly about the love. I mentioned last week about the word love that used by Jesus. This is, saying, this is the word agapao. I'm sure I say it incorrectly, but it's agapao. That means love. Jesus used this word when he said, love the Lord your God with all your might, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, right? Like love with everything that we have. It's the same agapao. It's the same word that, that when we see in John 3, 16, for God so loved the word that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So there's no middle ground when it comes to God's love for us. His love for us is not how we love. Maybe I'm just speaking for myself. It's not how we love. Because when Jesus said love, it's love to infinity. There is no 75% love or 25% love or I love you on a good day but on a bad day, not so much. I just like you. He loves regardless, right? Because sometimes we may love something until we find something else more interesting or more exciting that comes along. But when Jesus loves, he speaks of love as, as an eternal love. It's a love that will never end or never diminish. So God, when God speaks about love and he's saying that we love him, he speaks in absolute terms. He's speaking as, because I live, you will also live. That's absolute term. Because I live, Jesus lived forever, for eternity. So that means we will also have eternal life. We will live for eternity. You know, going back to what Jesus said about death and life in John 5, 25, whoever hears me and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed over from death to life. So when God was speaking about from death to life, he's speaking about eternal death. And he's speaking about eternal life. Not just death, all life. Because if we just kind of go back briefly and talk about 
the, the term that God used in scriptures in Genesis 2 when, when God said, don't eat from the tree of the knowledge of good or evil, for when you eat from it, you will certainly die. The death which God spoke about in um, Genesis 2.17, you will certainly die. I mean, you will have eternal death. But now because of Jesus, we have been crossed over from that eternal death to eternal life because of Jesus and through Jesus. So when we hear the good news and believe that he died for our sins, we will cross over from eternal death to eternal life and we will have eternal life again. So death means eternal death. So when I, I say all these things to reinforce the fact when Jesus said, I will love you, meaning I will love you like forever to the eternity, infinity, that you will die as in eternal death, that you will live as like you will live forever. So when you love me like how I love the Father, he will show himself to us. Jesus wants to show himself fully to us that the ones who loves him with an agapao love, love, as in love like he loves, he will show himself to us. As I was studying this verse, and it's just so amazing to me, it's like, wait, but Jesus shows himself to me all the time. But this is, what he, this is not what he meant. It's not the, the show, what show is like manifest. Like I will completely show, I will present everything that I am, I will show myself to you. So when Jesus said, I will show myself to you, it's not like how God showed himself to Moses. I think you may remember this story from uh, Exodus, verse 30, Exodus 33, verse 23, right? When Moses asked, show me your glory, show yourself to me. Moses want to see everything of where God is. But God, what did God say? God said, no. Go hide in the, in the, in the crack of the rock, and as I pass by, you may only see the back of me. You may only see the back, but now, now, because of Jesus, if we love Jesus and he will show himself to us, like fully, he will manifest himself. I think there's uh, some translation have the word. He will manifest himself to us. He will make himself known to us in greater measure. So simply, if I can simplify this, what he's trying to say or what I interpreted from this verse is the more that we learn to obey him, the more that we love Jesus, we will experience more of his love through the Holy Spirit and grow in our revelation of Jesus. He will show himself to us more and more as we grow in our obedience, as we grow in our love for Jesus. And he will make himself known. He wants to make himself known to us fully, but it's because of our obedience, of our revelation. I don't want to make it heavy for us, but that's why sometimes we're not able to fully see who he is because when we become obedient to him in all areas of our lives, we will see Jesus in greater measure to recognize that, God, you are faithful. You are ready and you're willing and you wanted to show all yourself to us, not just the back of him, but all of him to us. So as Again, as we grow in our obedience to Jesus in all areas of our lives, not just on Sunday morning, in all areas of our lives, our revelation of Jesus will grow. And as he shows or manifests himself more and more to us, it is us, it is me. Maybe I can just use the term me. It is me that limits myself of how much Jesus we can see in our lives. It's the more I 
become obedient to Jesus. The more I love Jesus, the more I will see how he's manifesting himself in me in the daily lives and the things that I'm experiencing. It's a good reminder to know that Jesus wants to show himself to us. He wants to manifest himself to us fully. However, our ability to see him, our ability to obey him and keep his commands, our ability to obey him and keep his command is our ability to see him. Our ability to love him dictates how much we can see his manifestation in our lives. That's a challenge, right? That's tough, isn't it? Maybe that's just for me. It's like our ability to obey him dictates how much we can experience his manifestation in our lives. Wow. Because it's easy to say on a Sunday morning, right? But what about Monday morning? Well, I have a job too. I didn't know all you guys have jobs. So when we go to the office, it's like, man, how do I navigate this? How do I obey Jesus and keep his command but still operate in the work setting? How do I obey Jesus and keep his command when I'm hanging out with my neighbors, when I'm just out having fun? When I'm, see, that's what I mean when I say outside of a Sunday morning is the more we can obey him in all areas of our lives, 24-7, the more that Jesus wants to show himself to us and we can experience more of his manifestation in our lives. I want to bring this morning to an end with uh, verse 24 here to say that anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. These words you hear are not my own. They belong to the Father who sent me. Jesus said a lot of things that are very comforting, a lot of things are very encouraging, a lot of things are uplifting, but at the same time, he does say things that will challenge us. And this is one right here. Anyone who does not love me will not obey my teaching. That is how we know if we love him or obey him. So the first 14 verses in this chapter, chapter 14, was all about believing in Jesus. I think if you go back and look at from verse 1 through 14, it's about believing me. Don't you believe in me? Believe in the evidence that I have done. Whoever believes in me. But now, in this passage, it's about loving. So we move from believe in me to loving me. If you believe in me, then love me. But if you believe in me, obey me and keep my, com keep my commands. So this, that's what the emphasis on our love for Jesus. So Jesus repeated or summed up what he said in verse 15. Anyone who loves me will obey my teachings, right? My Father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. And I will show myself to them. I'm para paraphrasing here. I will reveal myself in a way that Moses asked for but was not privileged enough to receive. Isn't that amazing? Moses did incredible things. He led God's people into freedom, set them free from slavery. But Moses was only able to look at God from the back as he passed by. But now, through Jesus and the Holy Spirit, we get to see him as much as we can handle. The only thing that is preventing or stopping us is our love for Jesus, is our obedience for Jesus to be able to see more of who he is and what he is. And Jesus talked about um, know my commands and keep my commands, right? It's the same thing as knowledge and action. Just because you know something doesn't mean that you do it. Right? Just 
Love your neighbor. That's easy said than done, right? When your neighbor is playing loud music in the middle of the night. I've had that. At four in the morning, I had to go up there and tell them to turn the music down. It's difficult to love your neighbor during that time. Or, or they will like throw trash over your yard. It's not easy to know something and to actually do it are two different things, right? So Jesus is saying that love and obey. Jesus reinforcing that loving me is obeying me. So that word should be interchangeable because Jesus said this all the time. I love the Father, so I obey the Father. That's why Jesus constantly repeated to us, I only say what he tells me to say, and I only do what he tells me to do because I obey the Father. So for us to be able to say, I only say what Jesus tells me to say, I only do what Jesus tells me to do, that is how we can show our love for Jesus, right? I talked about this. To hear something and to do something. There's a big difference between the two, but they must go in hand in hand as followers of Jesus because that's what he tells us. Whoever hears my commands and keeps them, those are the ones who love me. So if you love me, follow my command. Whoever follows my commands and keeps them is the one who loves me. So make sure we know and keep his commands. I want to end by um, just praying for us to grow in our love for Jesus. You know, just to for myself, myself included, to grow in our agape love for Jesus. As we grow in our love for Jesus, we will be able to follow his commands. Right? We will be empowered by the Holy Spirit to follow his commands. As I said earlier, no one wants to just willingly serve people all the time. No one wants to willingly, well, maybe it's just me. All right, so I, I don't really willingly want to serve people all the time. I don't willingly want to love people all the time, but through the love of Jesus, like, oh, I am empowered to serve people. I'm empowered to love people, love those who are much different than me, those who think very different than me, you know, whether it's politically or economically or culturally. That's what Jesus is giving us and commanding us, and we are empowered by the Holy Spirit to do those things. And as we increase in our love and our obedience for Jesus and follow his commands, we will have a greater revelation of Jesus. He will show himself to us in increasing measure. So if we ever want to know more of Jesus, obey him more. That's it. It's really simple, right? So let's pray for that. Let's pray for that. So let's close our eyes. Why don't we all stand up? I know you've been sitting and these verses are, I feel like as, as, as I was preparing and studying for the week, I just felt like I can't fully explain these verses. And they're like so challenging at the same time, but so simple at the same time. But let's just pray for the Holy Spirit to speak to us on these verses. So, Father, we just want to thank you for you, God. I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you will come and give us a re greater revelation of you, Jesus. Allow us to see you more, allow us to have the power to obey you more in all areas of our lives, Lord. Give us the strength and the conviction and the courage and the boldness to change the things that we cannot change, Lord. Just to be able to know more of the things that you want us to do and, like you said, keep your commands. To be able to know your commands and keep your commands, Lord. 
allow us to be able to say that we are the ones who love you because we know your commands and we keep your commands, Lord. I just pray for that in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit, you will come and just give us a greater revelation of you, Lord. Just allow us to experience more of who you are. Have a greater manifestation of who you are in each of our lives. Thank you, Jesus. 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 I just pray for rest right now, Lord, over your people. Just pour out your rest upon your people, okay? Just pour out your grace upon your people. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Just pray for rest and grace over this time, Lord. Comfort your people, God. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, comfort your people. Just bring comfort to your people right now, God. Let's just stay here for a couple more seconds. Just bring comfort to your people, God, in the name of Jesus. Just bring comfort to your people in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. Calm our hearts, Lord. Quiet the things, quiet the voices in our heads, Lord. The doubts and the fears and the worries, we speak against those things in the name of Jesus. I just pray for clarity right now, Lord. I just pray for your guidance right now to your people. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thanks again for listening. We hope you were encouraged. Don't forget to connect with us through our website, restoration.life, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. 